Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, and open our minds and hearts. Give you permission to do what you desire to do. Lord, illuminate these scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts and may they be fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit in our lives. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Have you ever prayed and grown weary? This is that Jesus speaks about in today's gospel, this parable about the necessity of praying always without growing weary. And it's really closely related to a recent gospel passage of consistently praying, coming before the Lord. Lord, how long? And in the gospel, Jesus speaks about this a lot because it's a common human experience. This longing for something, this crying out to the Lord, this this waiting on the Lord and our need to be reminded of the Lord's faithfulness, of the Lord's goodness, and for our perseverance in prayer. So the, the church gives us with this gospel today, today's first reading, the story of Moses. And we need to consistently remember that the story, which is a, a historically true story, right? But it also for us, it's a, it's a microcosm of our spiritual life, of the journey of the Israelites from slavery in Egypt to freedom in the promised land is this. It's, it, it happened in history, right? It's the reality of salvation history that's there, but it's a prefigurement of our journey, of our spiritual journey from slavery and sin to, to the promised land in heaven. And so what the Lord does in all these ways, it just teaches us really it's our story that we can continue to look into it. And so today, as the Israelites are in the midst of that journey across the desert, they've been freed from slavery, they're going across the desert to enter the promised land, they run into a difficulty, right? The Amicalites are there, and they're trying to prevent them from entering the promised land. And so Moses gets with Joshua, and he says, okay, Joshua, you go out and do battle, and I will go up with Aaron and her, and we will be praying, we'll be interceding for you. And it says that as long as Moses' hands were raised in intercession, then the Israelites were being successful. And when he got tired and put his hands down for a rest, then the Amicalites began to, to encroach upon them. And then Moses needed the help of Aaron and Hur to, to hold his hands up and to sit upon that rock. And as he persisted, right, even in the midst of his weariness, then the Israelites were successful, victorious, and continued along the path to the promised land. Well, in this, the church is in reminding us and teaching us that Moses is an example of this. And Moses, I imagine, was tempted, just like we are when we're in the midst of weariness, to, to do a few different things. I think the two basic temptations when we're praying and growing weary or we're struggling through a cross, whatever it is, there's the one temptation to just like give up and given to some form of comfort. I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't take this anymore. I'm praying, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I just kind of turn away from the struggle and seek to find comfort in something. Or the other temptation is that we're in the midst of the struggle and we're dealing with all this. And like, Lord, you're not doing this fast enough. Okay? 
So I'm going to go and I'm going to take this into my own hands and, and I'm going to press into this and I'm going to do it. You know, Moses, I imagine he's up there and he's praying and he's tired. He's like, gosh, I'm done. Like, I'm going to go take a nap, watch some Netflix. Joshua, I hope you get this thing figured out. But he doesn't. He persists. And at some point, too, I imagine the temptation was like, come on, Joshua. Like, you've taken a long time. I'm going to come down there, take your sword, and I'm going to take care of them myself. But he doesn't. He stays faithful to what the Lord was asking him to do, persisting in prayer, even growing weary. Ourselves, we get tempted as we go through this. But we see actually in Moses, he's a prefigurement of Jesus. That is what's happening here this, in this journey from slavery into freedom, that Christ comes. Christ comes and takes on our human nature and offers his life for us in this battle against sin. And so as Moses ascended the hill, so did Jesus ascend the hill of Calvary. As Moses raised his arms, so did Christ. And Moses carried in his hand the staff, the wooden staff, that the church fathers would see that that is a prefigurement of the cross, holding the cross high, the Lord's arms up. Moses was there with two other men. Christ was crucified next to two others. Moses sat upon the rock, ultimately sitting upon the rock that is the cornerstone of Christ himself. And even we can see in Joshua, Joshua's name is a, a derivation of the name of Jesus, that Jesus is out there, right, fighting the battles for us in place. The victory, finding our spot like Moses. Lord, where do you want me? And praying despite of weariness that is there, like come Holy Spirit, that ultimately when we give in to one of the temptations, either to comfort in some form or fashion or to take control. And to take control, we could take control in so many different ways in our life. That is ultimately when, in some way, we begin to lose a little faith. We begin to rely more on ourselves than on the Lord. We've all been there. We probably do it in some form or fashion every day. When we're either running away to some comfort are trying to take control. Now, granted, hey, I like to be comfortable. Comfort is a good thing. Being active in whatever we do sometimes, like taking control in our life, like this power, uh, ability to do things, whatever it is, those are good things. They're all good things. But when, when we do them apart from the Lord's will, apart from the truth of who God is and, and who we are and, and what our particular situation is, what the Lord is asking us to do, when we do it apart from that is when, is when we begin to get ourselves in trouble. So the Lord invites us, right? Invites us that it is necessary, he says, to persist in prayer, to pray always, even in the midst of when we grow weary. So how do we do this? How do we continue to, to move forward in that? Well, before that, just, just, just one example uh, of, of in the midst of weariness is praying, praying through this and uh, about different examples. And I felt like the Lord wanted me to, to share one particular one. And, and it's, it's, on a, it's a sensitive topic. It's a, it's a difficult, sensitive topic. And um, it is infertility. Right? And I've never experienced it personally. I'm, I'm a celibate priest. Uh, so I don't know the, the fullness of that cross and the fullness of that suffering, but I've, I've walked with a number of people who have. And it is, again, I, I, don't, know the, I don't know it. 
in a lived way. But the weight of it is really, really difficult um, that's there. And there can be a lot of weariness in the midst of praying, like, Lord, where are you? What's going on? All of these different things. But there is also in the midst of that sometimes a temptation to do things that, that are not in communion with, with how the Lord has created us and, and the Lord's will that's there. And that's hard and it's difficult and sometimes it's hard to understand. I'm just scratching the surface here. So if I'm, if I'm poking a tender spot, like, didn't come talk to me later or talk to someone because, because it is a tender spot. It is a difficult thing. But the, the truth is when we're in a situation that's making us weary, we do need to seek the truth as well. Like, Lord, ah, this is difficult. It's hard. But like, who are you and who am I And in this particular situation? And we can name a million different situations, economic situations, whatever. Like, what is the truth here? And, and help me, Lord, to, to persevere in the midst of that difficulty that's present. To not, at times, try to take it in our own hands or in that direction and to to seek the Lord, and even in the midst of the cross that's present. Again, really, really, really difficult. One simple suggestion that if maybe you've never heard of this, but there is a thing within the medical practice called NAPRO technology. I know people would ask me infertility. It's, uh, it's based off a, a Catholic doctor who was taught it. It's really, really, really beautiful. So N-A-P-R-O, you can go online, you can look it up. Uh, one ways that is in accordance with with the teaching of the church and scripture that's there. Again, sensitive topic. I know it is. If it's poking something, then come talk to me and talk to someone uh, that's there. But again, we're, the Lord's calling us, right, even in the midst of great difficulty, to seek the truth, to rely upon him, and to pray without growing weary. So how can we do this? Four things I'm going to suggest. One, reliance upon the Holy Spirit. We can do nothing without the Lord, nothing. And St. Paul tells us that we cannot even pray as we should, and only the Holy Spirit can come and pray within us. So we need to ask him, come Holy Spirit, help me to pray. And in the midst of weariness, Lord, give me fortitude, one of the gifts of the Spirit, to move forward in prayer. The second thing, if anyone can teach us to pray in the midst of suffering, it's Our Lady at the foot of the cross. And Mary at the foot of the cross, as she's is there just watching helplessly in a very real sense of her son being crucified, that Our Lady can teach us how to remain close to the Lord in the midst of great suffering and weariness that is there. The third thing is that we need other people. We can't do this alone. Moses was not alone. Aaron and her were with him. And so not only do we need to ask other people to pray for us, but to pray with us. Do not be afraid to invite people into your difficulty and say, can you pray with me? Let us pray together about this. And the fourth, again, is seeking the truth. Lord, what is the truth about this difficult situation that I'm in, that I could, I could do whatever I can that's in communion with your will and, and offer, offer the rest and the suffering to you? Ultimately, the Lord is faithful. And Jesus says in this gospel that he will come speedily. Now, in case you haven't learned this yet, God's speed and our speed are different speeds. Sometimes God is way faster than us, and sometimes it seems like he is so darn slow, right? But ultimately, the Lord has an eternal perspective, an eternal perspective. And so what seems slow for us is not slow in the Lord's plan. 
And that's part of the cross for us. That's part of the difficulty, but it's the truth. And that we, we seek the Lord in the midst of that. Now, all of these things, all four of these things, the Holy Spirit, Our Lady at the foot of the cross, us together as the body of Christ, and the truth are all present in the Mass, which is the perfect prayer. And so when we enter into the Mass, we're praying, like, come Holy Spirit, help me to offer myself in union with Jesus' offering to the Father. Like, this is what this is about. I offer my life in union with Jesus to the Father, empowered by the Spirit, and Our Lady is with us, that is there. And we are in this together, and the Lord is pouring forth his truth through the scriptures. So in what way are you growing weary? In what way am I growing weary in the midst of our prayer? Jesus is not surprised by it. This is why he gives us this truth. Let us pray through the grace and power of the Holy Spirit in communion with Our Lady and together as the mystical body of Christ. Come, Lord, teach me to pray and help me to persevere in the midst of this and to rely upon your mercy even when I grow weary.